From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God the glory, refutes evolution, and gives you the answers to defend your faith. I'm Joseph Darnell. Many countries prohibit fishermen from bagging undersized fish, a strategy intended to ensure the sustainability of fish stocks by allowing young, small fish to grow. But scientists are calling for a rethink after their findings showed the policy is flawed. Researchers from Bangor University, the University of East Anglia, the University of the West Indies, and the Max Planck Institute for Developmental Biology say that overharvesting larger fish not only leads to a population of smaller fish, but ones that are less fertile, too. In laboratory tests using the Trinidadian guppy, they looked for any changes in the genes of the fish population in response to harvesting of only the larger fish. Within just a few generations, the researchers observed a dramatic shift in the genetic makeup of harvested fish to smaller, less fertile individuals. They noted that the same phenomenon has probably already taken place in any number of commercial fishing grounds, and that this would have serious global consequences for the environment and for the global fishing industry. They are very likely correct on that point, given well-known examples of this occurring. For example, the crash of the cod fishery off Newfoundland in the early 1990s. But on one point, they are certainly not correct. Namely, their claim that this is, quote, an evolutionary response to overfishing, end quote. There's nothing evolutionary about it, in that it does not at all support the idea that goo became guppies and fish changed into fishermen over millions and billions of years. Microbes to man evolution requires a gain in information, which is nowhere in evidence here. Rather, genetic information, the genes that code for large size and higher fertility, has been lost from the population as a result of human-imposed selection pressure, akin to natural selection. And it's likely that other useful characteristics have been lost too, as the researchers themselves rightly surmised as well as losing the capacity to produce large-sized and productive fish, specific fish populations may also be at risk of losing other specific adaptations by selective fishing, such as adaptations to particular location characteristics like colder water or migration routes. And this next statement from the researchers is particularly telling. The loss of these genetic types may mean that populations may not be able to recover completely or at all. Now, what a curious thing, that these evolution-believing scientists should have such little faith in the capacity of evolution. It's as if they intrinsically realize the rapid change in genetic makeup they observed in their laboratory fish population is not in the same direction as that needed to create new genetic information. Sadly, however, many in the general public will be duped into thinking that this undisputed example of natural selection is yet more evidence that fish turned into philosophers over millions of years. Beware the bait and switch. You know, I love listening to podcasts, and that's one of the reasons that I produce this one. I have subscriptions to shows with all sorts of topics, but I never let good listens get in the way of good reads where some of the best knowledge and insights are to be had. I make the point to read some every day, and that's why I'm glad that I can honestly tell you that CMI publishes one of my favorite knowledge sources, Creation Magazine. 
In four issues a year, our magazine addresses the most interesting and perplexing creation subjects for every reader in the family. Our team of scientists and experts deliver accurate and current information that gives answers to evolutionary arguments and defends your faith. It makes a great evangelism tool for young people, too, so you'll always have something to discuss among your peers in school. The beautiful, picture rich printed magazine's shipping is free, but you say, Joseph, I don't want a printed magazine. Well, you can give your printed copy to a friend, because the digital edition can be shared on up to five of your household devices, and you'll always have access to back issues. Seriously, Creation Magazine is one of the most singularly biblical and scientific publications today, so why not take advantage of it now? Sign up today at creation.com slash magazines. The creation.com article podcast is hosted by me, Joseph Darnell, and produced out of the U.S. studio of Creation Ministries International. Learn more at creation.com. This episode's article was written by David Catchpole. Our writers and scientists host a really cool talk show called creation.com talk, which you can find right here in your podcast app and YouTube. If you'd like to help us, become a monthly supporter using our donate page. You can also help out by telling your family and friends to check out the podcast and creation.com. Be sure to follow Creation Ministries International on Facebook and Instagram, and subscribe to our free e-newsletter, InfoBytes. From everyone at CMI, thanks for listening.